Indian markets, uh, they're in a positive um, territory at the moment. Quite a bit of optimism returning to the equity market there. Yeah, you know, mostly what has bolstered the Asian markets is has to do, obviously, with a strong boost of economic data that's come out of the U.S. And we saw this in there as well in the Eurozone. I mean, the quantitative easing seems to be working for them, $60, $60 billion uh, per, per, per month. It's quite hectic, isn't it? It's a lot of money. Mm. But what it does do, it's, it brings back stability to the markets. And you see, you'll start seeing, actually, the Asian markets look positive uh, right from uh, early hours of this morning. We saw the Japanese uh, market as as well looking very strong, especially in the industrial space as well. We've got Chinese equities, which shrugged off a little bit of negativity that we saw last week. And then the most important one is the MSCI Asia Pacific, uh, which is up at the moment by 0.4%. But note, note please, uh, Australian uh, markets as well, very, very strong. The currencies came back very strongly. We saw the uh, Australian dollar coming back against the US. And also the South African rand yesterday did relatively well on the JSE. It came back. It's still, <laughs> it's still not what we wanted, but... Mm. At least some some sort of strength coming back, and um, the oil price, the the the, the petrol price. Yeah. Where do you want to start? Because I can go on I for like the whole start. for the rest of the show. We can even do a forum on it. <laughs> <laughs> let, let, let me, let's put it this way: it it, it seems like every time when everything goes in that line with what we are supposed to be enjoying as a country economically, it doesn't happen. So what we're seeing is that the price of brand crude, which had hit bottom uh, at about $30 a barrel, has come back strongly, sitting at about 54 I think $53 uh, dollars at, uh, a barrel. Um, but we didn't enjoy the times when we had the low numbers because of the fact that the RAND was doing pathetically. And so what's happened now is, despite the fact that the RAND uh, has slightly come back, we haven't shrugged off all those losses that we, 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 we failed to get at the time when the oil price was low. So uh, I'm suppose, I suppose then a lot of people are going to fill up tonight before 12 o'clock. Um, yeah, I'll be filling up this morning. Especially if you're going to be on the M- <laughs> as long as you're not going to be on the M1 South. That that road, my goodness, I feel sorry for people driving to the South, and I am one of them. So <laughs> yeah, so you know what you're talking about. And and why are the emerging markets uh, dream story? You know, why does it seem to be fading? Why is it over? It was it was a dream. It was all the dream. No, no, no. I'm not going to sing. No. Uh, <laughs> listen, Sakina, when we have a flavor of the month, you know, like Chippy's bubble cup. You know, when your grandmother used to say, you must, such a piece, such a piece, you know, because the sugar, when it's out, it's gone. Right? It doesn't taste the same anymore. And you can't now put it aside and then after eating it, then you want to chew it again. That's what's happened with the emerging market. They have lost the flavor. They need to be re- uh, uh, um, uh, re-excited again, reignited again so that they come back. So what has happened with the emerging markets? I mean, we still remember we were talking about the BRICS, uh, there was even the Fragile Five. Do you still remember those guys? The Fragile Five, those countries that were looking like they're going to be the ones that are going to drive new momentum into the equity markets, but they haven't done so. They've been hit hard as their currencies continue to weaken. We're looking at emerging equities that have been downtrend since 2011. Uh, this has started, so characterized by bear markets rallies with uh, uh, also, if you look at uh, the commodity prices, did not help at all. We know most of these companies, these countries actually rely a lot on their commodities. So when that got hit, um, it made it very, very difficult for them to come back strongly into the market. And I, I still feel very sorry for them, especially the likes of South Africa. I mean, in 2011, we were actually looking at gaining some sort of uh, 5.5% for 2016. Now, we'll be fortunate if we get 0.5%. It's quite scary. Yeah, you know, and, and your expression is, fa- uh, is priceless. You know, Clive looks like he wants to cry at this point. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it is that serious. <laughs> but uh, here's a quick one for you from Luvuyo. Mm-hmm. Luvuyo says, tell Clive, next year, I heard there'll be a new re- uh, award next year uh, called the team with the most appearances in the finals and not winning. <laughs> Not me. That is true. That is it true. It is not me. But but that that does not that does not mean that Eric must leave. I please I beg. Bab Koza, si akala togotela. Please, don't pray here. No, please. no. We are asking. Please, <laughs> Tigla, hands of Tigla. <laughs> go to Houghton and go and pray there. And that was our market analyst, Clive Ntozabantu Rabatibela. There's nothing we love sharing more than knowledge. SAFM. South Africa's news and information leader.